0: Muesli bars, you know, Carmen's protein bars, um, nut bars, up and goes, anything like that to have in the bag. You know, snack, like nut packs. There are so many options out there that you can get at the supermarket now. Um, You know, my, I suppose my advice for, you know, school age versus footy, like AFL is probably a little bit different.
1: Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6 p.m. where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. Hello and welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Today's episode is a bite-sized episode with Emily Meehan. To listen to the full interview, scroll to episode sixty-eight on the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Let's get into today's bite-sized episode. But what would you have preferred to have done if you had the time again for a developing dietitian, or I guess if you were talking to yourself eight years ago?
0: Oh, look, I look, I I look back at that now, and it's only made me um, more resilient. And you know that process, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it probably, Um, but. If I was going through it again and I really wanted to get into elite sport, I'd be volunteering and, and getting my name out there. And um, it, it doesn't matter whether it's VFL clubs, wherever it might be, um, getting your name, getting your foot in the door, doing the hard yards and eventually a position will come up for you.
1: Yeah, what's a good strategy for you know, for dietitians to, to build up and educate?
0: Look, well, I think it depends. Oh, look, Yeah, it depends on... Um, on sort of what you're going into. When I started at Collingwood, their their program was quite small in terms of nutrition. So I had, you know, a, I suppose a big ability to build on what was already there. Um, I very much individualized it down to every athlete uh, rather than sort of blanket approach, which often, you know, when you've got minimal time in a club or with athletes is that you do take a blanket type approach, but very much individualized it down. And then, yeah, you know, speaking one-on-one with, with your colleagues and working in with the medical team and working in with your physios and your strength and conditioning and it's very much a collaborative approach.
1: Take us through sort of your strategy to, to make the most of your time when when time is precious when working with elite athletes.
0: Yeah, look, it's really interesting, I suppose, when you are a dietitian working outside of a club or in a private practice, you'll sit down, you'll have an initial consultation with someone for an hour and you may have a review follow-up, but with in a club environment, as you would know, you have so many corridor chats and so you don't really necessarily get to sit down with an athlete for, for that amount of time because they're so busy off doing whatever else it might be. It could be edits or strength or massage and physio and you know anything else that they're possibly doing. Um, yeah. So it's really hard to get that time with them. Um, I definitely try and focus on those younger players. So as soon as they do come in, you know, as soon as a, a player is drafted, we're generally meeting with them within the first few days to find out uh, where they're at, what their nutrition knowledge is, what supplements they're taking um, and and how we can then sort of start that process. Where are they going to be living? How can we educate them about food and nutrition and cooking?
1: What would be your advice, 15 up until 18 year olds male and female on that approach? So, yeah, maybe a coach or, or someone or even themselves have identified they're, they're um, a lot lighter than where they feel like they need to be. Um, what would what, how would you sit down with that player and discuss uh, getting gaining, you know, muscle for a footballer?
0: So, basically, first of all, to start off at what what are they currently doing? What are they eating? Um, how much are they getting in? Sort of getting an idea of what their training's looking like as well. So, what's their expenditure? Finding Trying to find the balance of what intake is versus expenditure. Um, yep. We're looking at calories. We're looking at protein distribution across the day. And then, you know, a good balance of healthy fats as well. So... It's not just your calories, it's also your protein distribution, Um, making sure that you're getting the protein intake at the right time. So post-training session, getting something in, not skipping meals. That's often that I find with so many young athletes.
1: What what type of snacks would be a good example for, like you said, if they're busy and they're moving from house sports to um, afternoon sport and and so they're on the go, what would be sort of your ideal snacks to pack? um, Muesli bars.
0: Muesli bars. You know Carmen's protein bars, um, nut bars, up and goes, anything like that to have in the bag. You know, snack like nut packs. There are so many options out there that you can get at the supermarket now. Um, you know, my I suppose my advice for you know school age versus footy like AFL is probably a little bit different in terms of mm-hmm. the AFL level. We've got to be really careful of the types of now functional foods that have protein added to them. We need to be very aware of that in terms of, um, of wider band substances. But yep. you know for at school level, not as much. Um, just choosing really good quality products that are easily available in the supermarket. Things like Carmen's, really easily. Easy Uncle Toby's. You, know, you can't really go wrong with brands like that.
1: Is it focusing on changing one thing at a time, you know, maybe a week? Or how do you sort of go about a young athlete making those changes? Obviously, because it's habits that they've been doing, like you mentioned, time and time again. Um, so, what's a good way from a, from a mindset point of view to, to work on your nutrition?
0: Yeah, again, it depends on where we're starting. If we're starting with an athlete who has no idea how to cook because they've been living at home with their parents and they've been looking after that for them and they move into state and they, <laughs> they don't know what to do, um, you know, we yeah. start looking at, okay, that, that change is going to be working on how can we better improve um, their ability to provide food for themselves. So, cooking and supermarket shopping that sort of thing um, but otherwise it could be something quite small it could be okay let's this week let's work on portion sizes so we know that you're not consuming enough grains on your plate let's try and increase that by half a serve at each meal you know small little realistic changes that we can make that are achievable for them and ideally you want the athlete to set that goal themselves so that they find that that that's achievable Um, rather than me telling them what to do because I've made that mistake in the past and it sort of doesn't pay off.
1: I hope you enjoyed that bite-sized episode with Emily Meehan. To listen to the full interview remember to search in your favorite podcast app Emily Meehan episode 68 on the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. I hope to see you on our next Prepare Like a Pro live chat show.